Welcome to the Life of Plenty podcast. I'm Lisa Urich with Ashley Michael. That's Welcome. me. With <laughs> so, Ashley, it's Yay. good to have you here. We've had a couple of episodes without you. Yes. And, and I always miss I'm it back. when we're not together. I'm excited. I'm excited too. Glad this worked out. It did. And we've got a superstar in reading. It's true. And you in are. the book world. <laughs> I mean, in Cookville, she's famous. Yes. She's a superstar. And beyond. She, and beyond. She's glamorous. And she makes books so cool and reading mm-hmm. so cool. We are very, That's very true. pleased. You really do. You make <laughs> you're everywhere. We're we're talking about the one, the only Dr. Catherine Weisinger. Yay! So <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on. That was quite the introduction. I don't even really know how to respond to it, except to say thank you so much. I hope I live up to all of those things. (laughs) Well, you are the director of our Putnam County Library System. and and Which is five branches? There's four. Four branches. branches. Mm -hmm. You make it feel like five. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, so four branches. And you've been there for a couple of years now? Two years. Two years now. Oh, my goodness. It seems like longer with all that you've done. It seems like longer. I feel like you've really like shaken things up in the very best of ways. Well, and it's a little known secret. I mean, we know it. I work, you know, we have Franklin Fixtures and we make bookshelves for libraries across the country. And it always surprises me when I talk and get in deep with them because we talk about installations and scheduling installations. And we have to really be careful because they have so many people. I mean, we're talking huge crowd management, getting in and out of these very busy systems. And it's like, wow, libraries are really a happening place. And and you've made ours a really happening place. It's very busy all the time. It really is. But we love that. That's what we're here for is to serve the community. You do a lot of events. We do. We do. You're right. A lot, a lot of events. Are we going to get into some of that today? Or are we going to hear some of what the library is up to? Or... This is up to you. you well, I would like to hear you... a little bit about that libraries, <laughs> okay. but I want to serve the main time because we never get to talk about you. I know as a reader, I'm excited about that. So I do want to. I want. I want to get the the highlights of what you're doing this year with the library, and we're privileged to have you for plenty the non the nonprofit bookshop. Uh, we have a board, and you're on it, and. We are trying to really accelerate, accentuate, whatever the word is, really dig into all the connections that we can have with you and with the library. So I'm excited about that. What are you thinking about this year? For the library? For the library. We have lots of different, of course, always things on our list of events. We're already looking at summer reading. Our summer reading program is huge. And this year, I think the theme is like adventures in reading so we're trying to really latch on to not only adventure, but the outdoors mm-hmm. and like doing things with nature and outside. Mm-hmm. There's been talk of obstacle courses <gasps> and of course animals. We love bringing yes. different animals to the library. Yeah, who's the guy that, is he the same guy that he brings different, like maybe he's brought a hedgehog or something? Yes. Yeah. We, he came, he didn't come last summer, but he has come before, okay. but we always have people who come Especially from our state parks. We have so oh, many that's really neat. parks. Nice. Mm-hmm. So that well, we're, we're going to be looking to tag team with you yes. and, you know, be very deliberate about our themes and our messages and our stories we tell because there's there's a lot of connection between the, the two. We also have in studio, she's being very quiet, <laughs> yes. but you might hear from her during the, yeah. during the podcast. She might sneak up here. Yeah. We have little Jane. Oh, here she is. So, um, and yeah. Jane is a reader too. You want to say yeah. hi? 
Not really. No. No. Okay. But in case she says something, just <laughs> acknowledging her presence yes, here. Yes, you hear a tiny, <laughs> sweet voice. Her name's Jane, and she's four. And she's a reader. Mm-hmm. She likes reading. So uh, welcome, Jane. Welcome, <laughs> Catherine. And so, Catherine, let's talk about you. Okay. And your reading, as you call it, reading origin story. Okay. Tell us about what you remember. When do you remember falling in love with books? What was that like? I don't remember not loving books. Okay. And I give all of that credit to my mother. Yeah. When I was growing up, every single night she put me to bed with a story and Mm. read a story to me until I was 10 or 11. Maybe we were still reading Mm -hmm. chapter books together. So those are some of my favorite memories. So Your mom is chair of the... Or she's president, president of Book Lovers Club. Book Lovers Club, which is a hundred year mm-hmm. club here in Cookville. Yes. That actually started the public library. Yes, that's correct. And wow. she also was a reading teacher. She taught first grade in kindergarten for her entire career. So she's one of the best reading teachers I've wow. ever seen. She's great. And so she instilled a love of reading in me. From the beginning. Wow. So you were reading right there. What a gift. What a legacy I know, to that's have. Really great. And it's neat. A lot yeah. of parents, I think we think when our kids start to read, okay, we they don't want us to read to them anymore. But it's so good to read with kids, even when they can read for themselves, for teachers or parents or whoever. So I love that. Yes. Your mom is amazing. She is. She's so what great. do you remember reading? And what do you remember enjoying? So there was never a time you weren't involved with books. What book do you remember or what books do you remember choosing for yourself or really engaging with? Do you have any of those that are like early? The, my very first books. I So the very first books I remember, this was still though my mom was reading to me, but I started taking them over a little, was Laura Ingalls Wilder and the Laura Ingalls Wilder series, like Little House on the Prairie. Oh, I love Laura uh, Ingalls. The Long yeah. Hard Winter, yeah. like all of those books. Yeah. Um, and getting into the books, not the TV show, not the, but the books. Right. Oh, right, the books, yeah. the books. Yeah. Um, and then on my own, I really loved Harriet the Spy. <gasps> I thought yeah. I would be Harriet the Spy I think you are Harriet day. the Spy, maybe. Mm. Maybe, <laughs> maybe a little. Maybe a little. <laughs> I can see some elements of Harriet the Spy. That's mm-hmm. wonderful. So yeah. I loved her. Uh, that's really, that's mm-hmm. awesome. So, and then as you came, have you, have you, was there ever a period in your life that you weren't reading or have you just consistently read I have pretty pleasure? consistently read for pleasure my entire life. One of my, I call it a reading ritual. I feel like everyone has a reading ritual of some sort. But one of mine is I read before I go to bed okay. every night, even if it's just like a page or two of a book. I always read mm-hmm. a little bit before I go to bed. So that could be five minutes or ten mm-hmm. minutes or? Three hours if it's a yeah. good book. And then <laughs> I'm you know, frantically checking the time. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I've got to go to bed. But I just have to read one more page. Do you yeah, ever do you ever feel guilty that like you're leaving characters yes. suspended and you know it's like I can't leave you like this. Yes. <laughs> I can't stop. Mm-hmm. And then I finish yeah. and I get very sad. Okay. Because I miss the book. Right. right. And then you can't sleep very well because no. you're just it's, yeah. That's the beauty of a duology or a trilogy or anything oh. like that because it's like you you know you can say a long goodbye, you know. It's, it's like true. I read, now I can read again and mm-hmm. you know. So who are some of your favorites? What are what are some of your if we're going to construct the your 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 fantasy bookshelf, you know, okay. and put some of your favorites on it. What are we putting on your bookshelf? 
I really love Carlos Ruiz Zafon. He's a Spanish author. He wrote Shadow of the Wind, and he wrote Labyrinth of Spirits. He's got several books that are a series. You would really like them, I think. Shadow of the Wind. That's his first. I believe that's the first in this particular series. And his name again? Carlos Ruiz Zafon. Z-A-F-O-N, I think is how you Zafon. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing it. But Z-O-F-Z-A-F-O-N. Zafon. I've not heard of him, so this is wonderful. I adore his writing, his books. It's about a secret bookstore. Right. And That's it's awesome. just so wonderful. And a it's a mystery bookstore. and it's suspenseful, yet it's all about a bookstore. But you, uh, it's wonderful. You should read it. What happens it's, in the bookstore? <laughs> well, it's a secret, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, there's okay, like okay. a special book that contains all this information Ooh. and it's hidden. Basically, in the bookstore, you can find kind of whatever you want. Ooh, and uh-huh. so it's that. So it's like, idea. what do you need and what do yes. you want? Mm-hmm. That's kind That's of a thing. Yes, you should Can absolutely be. check it out. He's he's one of my favorites. And those um, books are incredible. So fun. Well, I've been talking to people who've been listening to the podcast. And yeah. they're like, I'm walking with a pencil trying to write down right. these, these. So I'm saying the words over and over <laughs> again. So Zephon, the, the yeah. writer. So who else is on your shelf? That's a neat one. One of my favorite all-time author, authors, sorry, is Amor Tolls. Oh, yeah. He's great. Um, I loved Rules of Civility. I really loved Gentleman say, and Moss. Say that again. You loved Rules, rules of, of Civility. civility. Rules mm-hmm. of Oh, I've seen it. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. We've I've, carried that one. We've carried that one. I have not read it, though. It's good. So, Gentleman in Moscow is probably my favorite of his. I think that's across the board. Mm-hmm. Just it's much beloved. It's yeah. the one. If you're only going to read one of his books, Gentleman you of Moscow. Read that one. Yeah. But Rules of Civility looks interesting. It is. It's good. I think Gentleman in Moscow, even though the premise of the book is quite sad, mm-hmm. he makes it so funny. Uh, <laughs> you just laugh on almost every page. Rules of Civility is a little more serious, but it's still very well written, as Tolls always does. He does yeah. a great job. I think he's a wonderful writer. So I really, I love him. So yeah. He'd be cool to have come visit one. Maybe, oh goodness, Chris. maybe for dreaming. Wouldn't that be amazing? Don't say that unless you can I make mean, it happen. Well, I would. There love. are some I'll things try. happening that are <laughs> just well. You're right. Magic. Let's bring it, into and this we're going to bring it. Yes, yeah. we're going to say it. I mean, we've got <laughs> we've got some some beautiful authors coming yes. this year, and mm-hmm. and again, that's opportunities to really synergize with with our library and our friends. Okay, so we got tolls. We, who else have we got on your shelf? Um, I really love the book thief. Oh, Ooh, yeah. yes. And that yes. was always, or I think at the beginning, it was meant to be a young adult book. It, yeah. And mm-hmm. I love that book. It's such mm-hmm. a great story. And I mm-hmm. feel like it's one that everyone should, should read. Well, give us the cliff notes a little bit. Uh, or the Well, it the takes place trailer. in during World War II is the time period. Mm-hmm. And it's a little girl and she can't get books. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have access to books, so she starts stealing them. And it yeah. just, when at first I was like, oh, yeah, that would be me. I would, still, <laughs> I would totally steal books. Yeah. Um, I, would, I can see me doing that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But it's just a very beautiful story. And I, I love The Book Thief. That's a great one. And it again, it's appropriate for you know young adults. Right. It's young adult all ages. I love it when we find mm-hmm. a young adult book that really can be enjoyed by all adults. Do you think so, Jane? 
Yeah. 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 She's nodding. She's nodding. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I love, uh, and I'm reading right now. That's all that's on my young adult is young adult. Um, Are you reading Iron Flame and Fourth <laughs> Night? Well, <laughs> I, I'm being, sur- I'm surrounded by people reading those, right. uh, which are wonderful. And I'm reading Ruta Sopetis. I don't know that. Oh, oh, you will come to know and love her. You if might. you like the book thief. Yes. Honestly, you will really love her work because okay. it's historical fiction. I love historical and fiction. And I mean, well, she, you're reading her right now, but I would say like there's such good content. Like she's such a good writer and there's such good content and the stories just stay with you. They, they do. Yeah. Okay. It's my good. granddaughter, Emmy, said uh, the nicest thing about she just finished uh, – Oh. Ashes in the Snow is the movie oh, name. Um, um, it's um, uh, Shades of Gray. Yes. By Ruta Chavez. <laughs> and she said. Not 50. And I'm just like. Shades of Gray. Shades of Gray. Yes. Yeah. So she said. Um, and she's writing true stories that are heavily researched. You know, she's Lithuanian really American. So it was. Well researched. And she said it's it's a solemn understanding that sits in you in a powerful way. Wow. And that's what. That's what Emmy said about it. And I was talking to Eliza and she said, yeah. And we were talking because she had it as a teen book pick and they were all doing all of Ruta's. And Ruta is now on our national advisory board. So and she's coming April 13th. So you can be her friend. I will be her friend. <laughs> she I is becoming friends. my friend. Uh, that's <laughs> fabulous. Yeah. And she is fabulous. And she lives in Nashville and Florida and wrote all of her books in Baxter, Tennessee. Wow. In a cabin. Isn't that cool? So, that's and so she's cool. translated into 35 languages. She's a big deal. Um, and so, it's, it's so see, we get to, yes. there we go. <laughs> so you like historical fiction. I, I want to keep going on your bookshelf. I do. What I else also, is Catherine's work? Well, <laughs> I recently read, I do like nonfiction too. I don't read it enough. I, mm-hmm. I kind of forget. I don't know what the, what the hangup is for me, but I recently read The Wager Yes. And I Did you absolutely like it? loved it. It's so good. It's really okay, good. Okay, but I haven't finished it. Okay, I won't give you any spoilers. <laughs> okay, you both I'm have read halfway. it and I haven't read it. So fill me in. The way there, yeah. Yes, because there's going to be a movie. Oh, okay. Yes. they. He's got the the guy who did, um, let's see, The Flower, Killers of the Flower Moon. It's the same author. Oh, oh Killers David, of the and, okay. I did read that. And yeah, um, the guy who did that movie, who I, I don't know Hollywood things, but whoever that director was is going to do The Wager. Okay. But it's going to be a few years, so you have time. Okay. Well, it's a book about pirates. To me, it's like a pirate movie. Okay. <laughs> they don't book. start as but they don't, no, pirates. No, it's a shipwreck. Okay, it, it starts it, with a shipwreck. It's a yeah. shipwreck. It's a ship that you guys are being so but close it's true. about. This. I mean, it's yeah. it's, 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 it's true. It's nonfiction. It's a true. It's nonfiction, but it kind of oh. reads like reads, fiction. Yes, because it's it's, it's one of those truth, truth is stranger than fiction kind of things. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, yes. unbelievable. Oh uh, well, the wager. Okay, yeah, and Killers of the Flower Moon. Much better in the book than the movie. The movie was well made and well done, but it's. Um, that's that's a good question, and that's a question you wanted to put mm-hmm. says. Let's talk movies and books. Have okay. you seen a movie that was better than the book? Oh, for me, no. <laughs> yeah, that is a, a that's hard a solid no. hard no. <laughs> yeah, I have seen movies that I think are very good representations of the book. I always feel like there's something missing in the movie that's represented in the book. And of course they can't do everything. Right. They, right. they can't possibly. The thoughts, you know, that yeah. are so helpful in the book that yeah. you, how do you, you can't put little speech bubbles on the movie. No. Or thought bubbles. 
Yeah, you're really, and you're telling in two hours, really. It's like if you tried to tell your life in two hours, or, you know, you're going to leave some things out. Yes. Um, and especially all of the inner. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Dialogue and feelings and visceral response, and the actor's trying to convey yeah. that. But there's only so much that our eyes can take in in that way. This America. is a good challenge. I, I would love to know if somebody can think of a movie that was an improvement on the book. Because I can't think of one. But I'm not saying it's impossible. But I can't think of one either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I'm a definite. The five-hour version of Pride and Prejudice oh. came close. Okay. Not to be better. But, you know, you had Colin Firth and you had a lot of, you know, you had a lot going on there. It's hard to beat. So there was, a, there was an element added. But it took them five hours. It's a long movie. To kind of get most of it. Yes. And they were using the real dialogue and all that. So that's, there's, I don't know. But not better. Yeah. Not better. Not better. <laughs> I, I love Jane Austen. Do you? Yes. What do you love Would she Jane be Austen's? on your bookshelf? Which, yes. Yeah. Yes. Which ones? I like, I like Sense and Sensibility. Mm. I do like Pride and Prejudice. That's got to be my favorite. That was the first book that I read, and then I thought, okay, let's start it again. And I turned right back to the. Did you? I did. I remember being in high school, and that was my first, like you know, grown-up classic kind of thing that I was like, well, this is awesome, and I just started reading it again. Right when I finished, (laughs) she is so witty. She yeah. is she's really funny and when you get you get her going and mm-hmm. in your head and that dry British Oh my goodness wit so from funny. Yeah. So nonfiction. You started it down the nonfiction oh, right. road. Oh yes, the I'm wager. Going, the wager. Are there other nonfiction? Do you like the 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 helping the business books, the other things or would um, I didn't even think about those, but yes, I read I read that those type of books a lot. I read financial books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um uh, that pretty often is on my shelf, especially at the new year. I get yeah. all. Have you, know, you found any good ones? Because it's hard to know. You know, I do a lot of the stocking of the books in the bookshop, and it, it's. I have not read a lot of the financial ones. I probably should, but I'm trying okay. to think. I don't of know the, what the good the ones titles. would be. There's one about. Oh my! Other goodness. than the one, what's the one with the the dad that sold like a billion Rich, yes. copies? Uh, Rich, Rich dad. 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 <laughs> Yes, that one I have read. It's pretty good. Um, I'll have to look at the titles for you because I can't recall one of them off the top of my head. On the good ones. You know, it's really interesting to think about budgeting and Mm -hmm. money management. And and, and a lot of times you end up with a structure. Mm -hmm. So it's not so much a great book or philosophy as it is here's a structure that can help you think about that and that that's what rich dad poor dad yes. did. but there's some other ones like it i know there, it's got the word happiness in it i feel like i'm the worst <laughs> well, person it, to try now all i can this. think of is happiness falls which but, is a fiction book yeah, that's also really good <laughs> but it's one it's again to your structure it kind of yeah. talks about what are you willing to live without yeah, and how to be content as well as grow your wealth. But I think there's it's a there's a lot bit of a I mean, mindset. Well, you know, um, how about decorating? I'm going all around the store. Decorating food um, books? Are you? Not are you, not so those. much. It's more the fiction. Probably f- yes. Fiction. I like as far as nonfiction. Devil in the White City oh, was excellent. Yeah. I really liked that one. I read that Eric a long time ago. Larson, Larson. Yeah. 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 Yes, it's great. Um, Frederick Bachman. As far as fiction, again. oh yeah, he did the um, Bear Town, yes. right? And yeah, oh, he's so the, good. Yeah, what's the one that just was the movie? The big one, a Otto. Man called, Thank a man you. Called, yes, Ovo. a man called Ovo. Ovo. Mm-hmm. Ovo. 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 
I don't know. I can't. Although, I can't. Yeah. Do that you know, it's the movie, <laughs> the, the auto oh, movie no. with yes. Tom Hanks in the man yes. And it was really interesting because my mom is not a reader historically. And okay. um, she got into a couple of cozy mysteries and we were going to go see that movie. She, and she said, I need to read the book first. Good and then her. she said, as a first in her lifetime, and she said, oh, the book was way better. You know? <laughs> see, and she said, as I good agree. as Tom Hanks was. Oh, the book was mm-hmm. way so, better. And she said that, you know, the, the nuances of, of what happens even in the end, all of those things are kind of better. I don't want to miss what else is on your bookshelf. Do you have any children's books on your bookshelf? You know, would you have on any keeper children's things or poetry or anything like that? That's funny. I love Skippy John Jones. <gasps> Skippy John we Jones. We just read that for a bedtime story with Jane last week. It's just so funny. Mm-hmm. Skippy John Jones. I love, I love doing Skippy the Spanish accent. Skippy John Jones. Oh, well. Oh. I don't even know. I'll read it for you. Will this be this year's <laughs> Frog and Toad for me? I don't know. Last year Frog it was Frog and Toad. hard to beat. I don't He's, know. He is delightful, though. I didn't He's discover funny. Frog and Toad until last year. Last year. What? I know. I know. I know. But crazy? I don't know Skippy John Jones. <laughs> Well, <laughs> you know, so okay. that's because when you were, well, I guess Skippy John Jones, he's, I get, I don't know when he came out. I don't know either. I don't remember it as a child. I, I and think I'm 40. Skippy John Jones. So he may not okay. have been, but not, not so you like, five years ago. like some Skippy John Jones. He's hysterical. Well, he's he a, a little a um, Siamese cat. cat, but he, he believes he's a chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's adorable. Yeah. It's adorable. And I'm his mom, mom already. Gets mad at him because yeah, he's he always doing his dog yeah. adventures, mm-hmm. even though he's a cat. Yeah. So that's a really cute. That's one of my favorite children's books. What do you believe? Because I know you're quite learned in this way. What do you believe is the best way to help people connect with books that they're going to love? That is a great question, and one that I worked, I've worked on my entire life. Yeah. Um, one of the best ways I've gotten, and this would be for like a middle school age teenagers, is to really talk to them about what they like and figure out what they like, what they're interested in. And I know that sounds kind of cliche a little bit, but you really do mm-hmm. have to figure out what they're going to read in the first place and what might really turn them on to reading. And I would, I taught middle school. Oh, I did before not know I worked that. at the library, I was a middle school teacher. And so often we would read books aloud together. Mm-hmm. And maybe that goes back to my mom reading books aloud with me, but we yeah. would read them aloud and talk about them. Mm-hmm. And I think that helped to engage. It them had to have. It just makes it come more alive. It's not just, mm-hmm. you know, right. boring, disinterested words for somebody who's not wanting to do that. It it, yeah. it it forces a kind of listening and a kind of engagement that is, is and people will often tell about being read a story in class and how that was such a, mm-hmm. a difference. Mm-hmm. We've only got about a minute left. It's this time has flown. Tell us what and I know this may be hard. Uh-oh. But what <laughs> oh my god. What, 60 seconds. What Sorry. has <laughs> reading given you in your life that you're aware of? What has oh. reading reading given you? How has it given you a life of plenty? It has given me the ability to pursue whatever I want to pursue, really. And that means if I want to travel somewhere or if I want to learn, do I like woodworking or do I want to, I don't know, become a different, like a financial advisor, (laughs) I can read a book about it and then, nope, that's not for me. Or yes, I can do that. So I think it's just given me the opportunity to try everything mm, safely. 
It's a it's an empowering kind of thing. You can yes. go anywhere and you can find out about anything. Yes. And uh, thank you for the work that you're doing through our library systems and uh, through helping us build book culture. I love that we get to be arm in arm with you and believing in good things for our community and uh, and the ways that books can help build a life of plenty. Absolutely. Thank you. So, yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs>